Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com. Welcome to Heart Empowered Women Radio with your host, Clarice Connolly. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Heart Empowered Women. This is your hostess, Clarice Connolly, and I am just so elated to bring to you this guest. And it's a different approach to a lot of what I've been doing here because she is an empowered woman that is empowering women in a way that I don't know very many women are doing. And I can't wait for you to fall in love with her, her mission, the project that she's up to, and really see, you know, this opportunity to find a way to give back. And this guest today is Laura Peña, and she is a powerhouse, such an enormous heart, all the way from the Dominican Republic, who is out making young women all over the world be seen, allowing them to be heard. She is empowering young girls to be witnessed, to speak to what they need, and really advocating for them to be supported. And she is such a radiant star and such a gift. And I can't wait for you to spend this entire hour hearing what she's up to and hearing how you, while your story may not be the same, how you can hear yourself in this, how you can hear what what you want to do and how you can give back. So welcome to Heart Empowered Women podcast, Laura. Hi, thank you so much. I love this introduction. Thank you. You should write my bio. Yeah, <laughs> I was given great feedback to um, start, you know, really improvising uh, introductions because I was reading bios and then someone, uh, one of our listeners contacted me and was like, hey, you know, what if you just like didn't read that? And I'm like, oh, and you didn't give me one. So I was like, well, right. what do I know about Laura? Um, I love it. So this even is a, better. This is, yeah, this is why I love it because, I, you know, most of the times I will, I will give a very uh, elaborate, you know, mm-hmm. thing, but this is great because you know me, so you know, you know, you know what I'm up to and, and, and it's just like beautiful to see it reflected back in this way. Yay. Good. Nailed it. Nailed it. Um, so Laura, you are like what they call a nomad. Um, you have spent numerous months and a lot of time in several cities around the world. And the project that you are doing is called She is the Universe. Mm-hmm. So let's jump in. Like, what is it? What are you up to? How do we, for those who don't have any idea, what is She is the Universe? Yeah. So She is the Universe is a movement. And the idea of this is to um, bring up the voices of more teenage girls from around the world to everywhere. My, um, my, I started with this dream of what if instead of seeing all of the news, all of the bad news and all of this like messed up, um, you know, like politics and also like all of these things that are so negative about women 
in the media. What if we actually use stories of women to inspire other women to actually wake up to their own power and to see themselves in the way, you know, sometimes you see a woman and you, or, or a person and you see their potential, but they don't, cannot see it themselves. And so it broke my heart to see someone that couldn't see their own potential. And I was like, I just want to go around the world and just like remind them that, you know, to all, every single girl that I meet, that they matter mm. um, and that we have their backs. So this thing was born. And, and so far I went out with a mission to interview 111 girls um, and from about like 20 countries. And, uh, and it's just been phenomenal. Because I'm a filmmaker, so that's you know mm. that's what I do, and as a career, and I've been doing this. Um, I'm a filmmaker and animator, and and I work my work before I started doing this crazy project um, was I will work for events, big events, and I will create like an immersive experience for people. So the first thing that they walk in in the room, I'm talking about like a hundred foot like big screens and then people will like get immersed in this experience mm. and, and they will get ready to listen to the message that was coming after, you know, like mm. the, whatever the CEO wanted to say. And I was like, what if I use this power that I have to make people feel things and, and help tell a story that's compelling. And I use it for something that I really care about. And, and so I, I basically paused my entire life, took all of my savings told all of my clients, Hey, I'm not going to be taking work for, you know, for the rest of the year. And I, and I packed my bags and I started doing this. Um, and I go around and film girls and I create videos that are about three to five minutes. And then I share it with the world. Um, and, and that has been pretty freaking phenomenal so far. It's been the adventure of a lifetime. Yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, people dream about this sort of thing. And I love, I love that there's, um, you just take your raw talent and we're like, how can I gift it to this world and give young women globally a voice? Mm -hmm. And I'm curious, like, so you've interviewed how many girls so far? Yeah, so a few, so I've interviewed 52. My goal is to interview 111. Uh, and they are girls from, um, 10 countries and 21 cities. So I've been to South America, North America and Europe. And then next I'm going to Asia, but there's something that you say there that I want to talk about because mm -hmm. people say a lot, and this is like, you know, every person that, that I talk about with this project, they say the same thing. And I'm like, okay, let's talk about that. Cause mm -hmm. we will say, give voice to these girls. And actually they do have a voice. What they don't have is a platform to use their voice. Oh, like they nice. don't have the space. So I wanted to, because we all have a story to tell. We just don't have anyone who's listening. Mm. And I just wanted to create that because I know that when I was 13, 16 years old, I, I wanted to be heard and seen. And I didn't, mm. you know, I, I didn't have, you know, I have my family, but I have so much more to say. Uh, and I just want to give the space I, I like I found a microphone and now I just want to like give the microphone to all of these teenagers I, like what do you have to say about yeah you know, what do you I want love I love yeah. that so much because it's so funny like you hear like I just wanted to be heard I'm like uh I didn't even feel like I was heard by my parents mm -hmm. <laughs> like let alone you, you know and I, I'm like forget a microphone I wanted a megaphone hello right. dad <laughs> I'm 
desperate for your attention. Can you witness me? Mm-hmm. Like, wow, I couldn't even imagine how empowering it would be to yeah. be a teenager and given a microphone and given three to five minutes of uninterrupted. Right. Well, well, like yeah. actually, so I, I, what I do is this is the video that comes out like three to five minutes, but I am with those girls for about an hour, two wow. hours. Sometimes I spend a week with them. Ugh. Um, and I just follow them around and I was like, show me your favorite place. Where do you like to go? Do you like mm-hmm. ice cream? I love ice cream. Let's go get ice cream. What's your favorite place? And I just get to really, really know them. Like this girl's like, trust me. Mm. Um, I feel like one of my superpowers is, it's also like the girls just open, they opened up, um, mm. to, you know, I think that because I come from a very curious place, like, I just want to know them. I just want to, I just want to know who they are. Like, what is it that they, what is it that they want for the world and what they, and then the most important thing for me is I wanted to know what is it that they need? Like if we were to create something for them. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's the next generation of leaders. Like it's the next, my mom always remind me to say this. They're the mothers of the future. You know, like they are the ones who are going to be raising our kids, like the next presidents, the next prime ministers, all of that. So, you know, like they, we, what, what are we doing right now to support them? I love that. I mean, there's so many pieces that I want to go into because, um, I just, oh, I, this is so juicy. Like, I mean, the first part, and I imagine maybe if you're listening and you have children um, and you hear her like, wait, you've, you've got 52 young kids to, to open up to you. Like, I can't even get my daughter to open up. You know, what is it that you think that you bring that yeah. builds that um, ability or it creates that ability so that, you know, these young women open up to you? Right. I think that it's just like, I come from a, I it, I create a safe container for them. Mm-hmm. And what that means is I ask them, who do you want in, in the room? Is it okay if it's just the two of us? Like, let's just have a conversation between the two of us. If you want your mom to be there, like I just give them the, they know that they're in control of the situation. Um, and I tell them like, this is, you know, like, you know, and I come to them from uh, oh, sometimes like all across the globe to just mm-hmm. sit in front of them and ask them those questions. I think that that right there for them is like, wow, there's there's something there, right? And, and, and yeah, and most of the times they tell me like, I'm not sure I have a story. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know why you chose me for this. And I love that because then then I, I, I tell them, don't worry about it. Like, we're just going to talk. And at the end, mm-hmm. they just are transformed. And, and they tell me how much like they were like, I didn't know I have so much to say, mm. but, but this is how I, this is what I do. And I love that question that you're asking me, what is it that I do? Because sadly I cannot go to every single girl and ask them mm-hmm. these questions, but, but, but the people that are listening, you know, we all have a girl or, or, mm-hmm. or kids in our lives. doesn't really matter. Like I'm working with girls because that's my passion, but I think all kids need to be listened to. Especially mm-hmm. when they're like at that age where they're trying to figure themselves out. Um, and I think it's just like, what I do is I sit down, I sit down, you know, I get them water because we're going to talk. So they need to be mm-hmm. hydrated. And then I usually want to, if, if, if it's not a call country, I will go in the park. So I'll, mm-hmm. we're, we're gonna be sitting, yeah, so we're going to be sitting in the grass. Um, so surrounded by nature, that helps a lot. And then I start by telling them, like, tell me 
you know, I start with the simple questions first, like, you know, what's your name? Uh, what's your age? And then I start with, um, tell me all list list for me all of the things that you love. And they go like, you know, that gets them like, oh, they want to talk about the things that they love. So they start talking about that. And then, um, and then I go into more deep questions. It's like, tell me how you're powerful. Like what makes you powerful? So then, then they're like taking ownership and they're, I start asking that question as, are you powerful? And then I change mm. it because it's like, I, I want them to know that they are. I just want to know how they think that they are powerful. I I love that so much because what I hear and what you're saying is like, and this is, you know, maybe you're a mother or a father or you're listening and you have teenagers in your life or children, right? And even adults, because when you boil yeah. what you're saying down, what I hear is giving space, like giving undivided mm-hmm. attention. Yeah, exactly. That's it. It's undivided attention. And something that I've learned as I've been, as I keep doing this is, it's to listen, like to really, really listen. And what that means is they can say whatever they say. And I'm one, I'm not going to be alarmed. Mm-hmm. You know, I am going to be very calm. Like that's, you know, I, I need to know that sometimes they will give me answers that are like really impactful because they tell me so many things. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And, and just be very neutral and then be like, oh, tell me more about that. You know, just not be like, oh, you did what? Oh my God. Because, they, you know, they, they won't want to continue talking. And that's what I see a lot of um, people do when you tell them something and you're like, oh, I don't want to tell you more because I feel judged. So it's like, right. it's right. like judge free environment. There's mm. nothing that they say or do that could like make me change my opinion about and them. I, I think that again, like, to like, oh, it's just what I hear in that, and maybe this is like my coaching years, right? But what I hear in that is this, um, you know, this this really big call forward that I think was taking a lot of movement, and then I don't know what happened, but to just listen to listen, you know, mm-hmm. like really start to really be intentional about how can we listen just with like curiosity, not mm-hmm. like listen to respond, right? Not like listen to react, like listen to be curious and to be, you know, let's, let's dig deeper. And I love that because it really just shows sort of this commitment and, and safety is something that I've really been spending a lot of time, um, cause I just love emotional intelligence and I love being able to understand like our human existence in this capacity. And, and what we don't realize is, you know, how quick we are to really judge if, or discern, right? Maybe judge is a harsher word. Discern if people feel safe to us. And mm-hmm. I'm kind of in this like checklist. Okay, we're creating this imaginary checklist. Like, how do we create a safe place to help teenagers open up? Um, undivided and attention, you know? And I see like setting this container. Let's go to the park. Let's sit outside, right? Like just yeah. being all in and committed. And then what you said is really like super potent. Just listen to listen, just listen to to respond. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So I, you know, when I'm, when I'm asking my questions, um, I'm not, I I don't come up with like, I don't tell them, Oh, that also happened to me. Right. Like I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't share my own personal story. Mm -hmm. Um, but what I do is when I find, I'm not a coach, but I have like that coach mentality because most of my friends are. Yeah. And I, and I, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm curious. Sounds like a coach to me without a label. (laughs) (laughs) So what I do is like, if if someone were to listen my, for the like interviews, they will see that I'm interviewing them. But I also, when I find a moment where I feel like, Ooh, I see there, there's a block 
or there's a belief. And I wonder where it comes from, but I'm not going to go there. I just want to make them aware of this belief. For yeah. example, yeah. So for example, sometimes I will just pause and I, I used to just like stop recording, but now mm-hmm. I'm recording it because I'm like for my, for myself to hear it later. Uh, because I think it could be really great because it's teaching me what the patterns are on all of these girls are so come from so very different cultures. Mm-hmm. And yet some of the things are the same. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, uh, there's this girl that before every answer, she will say, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then she will give me the most magnificent answer. Mm-hmm. So after a while, I was like, I, I don't want to intervene because I don't want her to like, um, feel self-conscious about it. But after a while, I was like, I paused and I was like, hey, I noticed that you um, say, I don't know a lot, but then you give me this amazing answer. So I want to invite you that every time that you think, I don't know, that instead of saying that you pause. And if you really don't know, then you say, I don't know. But, but, but I feel like you're, yeah, I didn't tell them, right. But I think that it's just like an excuse. It's like you're excusing yourself before you say something. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it was amazing. Like at the end, she will like she she will at, at the beginning was like she'll be like, uh, I'm I'm thinking of that thing that I, you say not to say. So let me think. And so she will pause <laughs> and she will really think about her answer. And then she will give me the most incredible things. I think that's so that's so powerful. You just keep bringing up these like really potent gems, and I'm like, oh man! And it's so funny from a coaching lens, right? So from like this, like listening as a coach, I I hear this piece that it's it's almost like it's a survival mechanism strategy. Like it's uh-huh. very much like, oh, I don't know. Like, how bad are you willing to work for it? Like, how committed are you to this conversation? Like, uh-huh. are you willing to stick around and keep asking me, or are you going to stop at the I don't know? And it's sort of this like safety net or this like guard, or I, you know, I don't know what you would identify it as, but I hear, you know maybe again, if you're listening and you find that your kid or whomever you engage with, like always gives you, I don't know. And then you're just kind of like frustrated and shut down. You know, what if it does take just asking the question twice, right? Right. To get past that, like, oh, they show that you are committed. Check, hit another safety, you know, a safety box. Yeah, exactly. You're really listening and you're, you're interested. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just finding all of those things that will make Mm -hmm. them really feel seen, heard, safe. Um, and, and, and sometimes, you know, it's beautiful because sometimes their, their moms will be in the room mm-hmm. and, and I, you know, I, I'd rather not have that because sometimes that changes the way they behave. Answer, yeah. Um, yeah, but I had maybe, uh, three moms being in the room for all those girls and, and I just love what they had to share at the end. They'll be like, I had no idea about that about her, about her. Mm. Um, or like the other day, this was very casual. Like I was at a store and I, and I see this, this like 11 year old and I asked her, her mom is there. And I asked her, hi. And she's like, hi. And I'm like, oh, my name is blah. And she's like, oh, my name is Olivia. And I'm like, oh, what do you, you know, um, actually Olive was their name. I was like, what do you, what do you, what's your dream? And she's like, oh, I don't know. So I could have stayed there. Right. Like, oh, maybe she doesn't know. She's too young, whatever, you know, my judgment, like, oh, I, you know, I shouldn't have asked, but then this is what I, right. So this is what I asked. I was like, wow. Yeah. But why are you curious? What are you loving right now to do? And she's like, oh, I love to do aerial. Like Mm. I love aerial dance. And her mom looked at her and looked at me. And then I saw the mom later and the mom is like, I didn't know that she really wanted to do this. Like now Mm -hmm. I want to invest more. Like I want to just like really, um, you know, like 
putting her in like classes, like pay for more classes because she mm. re- is really into this. And I was like, yeah, do that. She loves uh, it. So it's just like, uh, it's just like, it's just like really be patient, a lot of patience mm-hmm. and a lot of willingness of, of like, <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I, I just so, I just so love that because I really, you know, I'm, I'm very much, um, you know, working my edge in regard to my own mother wound. And I'm like, wow, if my mom would have asked me any of these questions, but it's, it's so fascinating. Again, if you're listening, you know, it's just like, and you can also heal yourself and and look at your own teenage mm-hmm. self in this kind of conversation, because right. where did, you know, your mom ask the question and then just like get bored or distracted or, you know, react and then get lost and then made it about her. Right. So it's kind of like, you know, you notice, or maybe you subconsciously and don't notice that you have this way that you show up, which is guarded because it hurts to not be paid attention to or not you know, be asked or inquired or be seen in this way. So, wow, you know, what a gift. You interview these girls and then they probably take this and then, you know, maybe they apply it inside of their dynamics or ask their friends questions. Mm, Right. Right. And each other. Exactly. Like I have one girl that came in and she's like, uh, you know, you asked me about my dream and I'm not sure. So I start asking everybody what their dream is. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I asked my teacher about their dreams and this is what I find out. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is, this is a really good tool. And what I keep, um, now that we're talking, I'm like, yeah, I keep hearing this of, um, maybe creating something that I can give away of like, how am I asking this and what am I learning from asking in this way? And, and I, and I love the idea of, of, um, of all of us, not only for teenagers, right? Like mm-hmm. I would love to sit with a friend and be like, okay, I have this list of questions that this crazy woman posts on her website. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want to like, maybe we know each other, but I really don't think I know the answers to this question. So I'm going to ask you, you know, what's your dream? Like, what do you, what do you, what, what are the things that are on your way to achieving this? And I think that's so great. And this is something I'm actually practicing in my current, in my real life, mm-hmm. <laughs> this podcast, is it's, you know, growing up feeling so much pain and feeling alone in the pain I was feeling that I think we are, um, you know, what is that? Misery loves company. And we're so used to asking each other or sharing like all of our problems and sort of colluding on like, oh, you think your problem's bad. Check this problem bad. Like, okay, cool. Now we both have bad problems. <laughs> and, um, you know, I think as an empath or someone that identifies as an empath, I like to feel people. And when I hear people's sorrows and or their adversity that they've overcome, I'm just like, ugh, I feel you. And now, you know, without you telling me who you are, I can see who you had to be. And, you know, I feel connected with people in that way. And then there's someone who said something to me, like, what brings you joy? And I thought, mm. that I'm like, boy, we don't use the word joy almost right. ever, right? Everyone's chasing happiness, mm-hmm. yet we never stop to define what is happiness. And so now it's been this wonderful like reframe of like, how do I come into a conversation with people and meet them and be like, hey, what are you passionate about? Mm-hmm. Hey, what brings you joy? And you can still feel people and share and connect with them and see what kind of person they are by asking that question. But it's this ripple effect because then I get people to come back and we're like, wow, I never even thought of that. And I asked all my other friends and then I found more things that I didn't realize brought me joy. And 
it's so contagious. So thanks so much yeah. for doing and that. Then, right. And then we, and then of course, and then we get, um, we feel the connection because this is the thing. And this is like one of the things that I'm after is like for people. And this is why I go like really far into places mm-hmm. that people really don't, some people don't have access to. And, um, and I like, I just want you to see that the world one, it's not that big. It's actually pretty small. Like I want to make the world smaller so you can mm-hmm. see what it is for someone else that maybe you think that you have nothing in common and then you have like so many things in common, right? Or or you see the life through a different lens mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and see how other people, and, and just like fostering this connection between humans and just mm-hmm. knowing that we're mm-hmm. all really one Mm. I think that warms my heart. Oh, so good. What are some of the like, so you're interviewing these young girls and what are some of the common threads or like the things that, I mean, and you're, you're Spanish fluent, you know, so there's like, mm-hmm. you're interviewing people in, in Spanish speaking countries, you're interviewing people in English, you know, you're about to head to, you know, Asian countries. Um, you know, what is some of the similar threads that you what do they need? What are they asking for? Yeah. Oh, that's a beautiful question. Um, also, I've interviewed in Portuguese, even though I do not speak Portuguese. Because <laughs> this, Yeah, no. Uh. She, she refused to have anyone else in the room. Oh, so. so it was like, it was really interesting and mm. funny. Um, and, and we did it. <laughs> we got it done. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Okay, I'm going to pause because I forgot your question. It's okay. It's okay. It's a big question. Gonna, okay. what do, so what do our teenagers need? Like what do oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. the yeah, mothers so, of our future, what do right. they think? What do they need? Yeah, so the um, at the beginning when I started doing this, I will ask them, you know, my, my biggest question is, aside from like, what's your dream? Um, what is it that you need from the world to get to where you want to be in life? Mm-hmm. And and I was just like, the first time that I heard this answer, I was like, oh, okay. Um, you know, the word was support. And then I was like, oh, and I didn't even ask any more questions. I was like, okay, support, check. Then the second time I hear it, I was like, oh, support again from a totally different person, like totally mm-hmm. different country. And I was like, oh God, wow, that's just, this is weird. I'm going to start, you know, I'm more interested in this. And then the third time I hear it, it was from my niece. And I was like very confused because I was like, I'm not, she has all the support. What is she talking about? Like, what are these girls talking about? Like what? So then I start asking more deeper questions like, okay, so what does support looks like to you? Um, and because I heard it from so many in all of the languages, right? In Spanish, mm. it's apoyo and Portuguese is, is like, a, uh, sub, uh, I don't remember the word, but it's the same, the same exact concept of support. And and when I asked my niece, she said um, they all have like like slightly different approaches, like different definitions for it. But but there but then there's like three main ones that they keep repeating to me. One is um, to just share them up, just like remind them that they can do this thing that they're trying to do. Like be like, hey, you're you're doing great. Like, oh, I love this thing that you wrote. I love it. Or, you know, like just like words of encouragement. They just, like, just want to know that you're there and that you're seeing, that you see them basically. And, mm. and you know, they need that kind of support. And it's like so in a society where we think that, oh, we need to love ourselves and we don't need mm. anybody else for approval, whatever. We still like 
we still need it. We still need people to tell us that we look beautiful. You know, mm. I, I just, and that has been like really challenging for me because I'm like so independent and I'm like, I don't need anybody telling me anything. Well, like we really do. And these girls have shown me how much I still crave it, but I'm not saying it out loud, but they're very vocal about it. Um, so yeah, that, and then, then the second thing is, um, support in the sense in having a community which is very connected to this one mm, yeah it's like having people there for them that they know that they have that, that we have their backs right um <sighs> and then, yeah and then the other one is uh for for us to believe that whatever they want it's the right thing for them mm. because this is like they're in a moment in life where they are very um they're not kids, but they're not adults. And sometimes we treat them as kids and sometimes we treat them as adults. And it's so confusing, mm -hmm. especially when they tell you, well, you know, I want to be an astronaut. And then you as a mom, super worry about them. Like, oof, I don't know how you can make a living about, you know, with that, <laughs> you know, like, I don't uh, even know what to do with that. Uh, it's just like, I think that if they, if, if, if they, I think that we all came here with, with gifts and things to, to, to like, to do right? To this world, we, we, I feel like we all have a mission and this is my own belief. And maybe you don't believe this, but let's say that for a second, you believe that we all came here with mm -hmm. something mm -hmm. and nobody else knows. We don't even know, but we have, I think that when we're curious about something, that's a hint of what that is. And it's our job to follow that thing, mm -hmm. right? Like, I'm like, oh, I don't know. I, I really like, you know, doing puzzles. I don't know if that's going to let me do anything, but I enjoy that so freaking much. Mm -hmm. And then I do puzzles. Like I'm obsessed with puzzles. I do puzzles every day. Mm -hmm. And then maybe, you know, and if you tell me if you're, let's say that you're my mom and I love doing that, you see that I should be doing my homework instead. And you're like, oh, you shouldn't do that. That's not going to like me. I, I used to love drawing. And my teacher was like, uh, you're not going to do anything with that in life. Mm -hmm. And, and she did it out of love or caring for me because she thought that that I was wasting my time but she doesn't she didn't know what my path in life was going to be like my this is what I do for a living like my mom thinks that I play with um with cartoons I I really don't but but I but I but my drawings is the thing that you know that gives puts food in my plate mm -hmm. and so no that what they're asking is I, I, I want to do this thing. Can you just like believe that I know what I'm doing? Even though if I, if, even though I don't know exactly what I'm doing, can you be, can you trust that I got this? Mm. Um, and I think that's, that's the other kind of support that they're asking for. I love that. Um, because it's so, uh, like it's, it's so easy to point fingers and make it everyone else's responsibility, but it just, I hear this and it's such a call forward. Like, oh how God. can we show up better, not just for ourselves, but for these, you know, our future generations, mm -hmm. how can we really start to own that we're projecting our own limitations? You know, we're jaded and then limiting other people because we weren't given the possibility. Right. And um, man, notice where that's, uh, like, it's like, it's so funny. Cause I hear like, Oh, doing puzzles. What is that going to do versus like life is an entire puzzle. <laughs> like, right. 
Yeah. There's not one aspect of our life that's a puzzle. And, you know, I think of that yoga uh, quote that's just like, you know, practice on the mat and then take it out into the world. And it's like, cool, practice mm-hmm. on a puzzle, then take that out in the world. Totally transfer. Right, right. Like I think of you, you love um, playing games, right? Mm-hmm. And it's to be like, oh, that's a waste of time. Like why, <laughs> why are you wasting time with that? And, and then maybe one, it could just be because you're human and you just like to have fun and connect mm-hmm. with people. But maybe mm-hmm. one day you'll realize, you know, like I'm just saying. Life as, is a game. Life <laughs> is a game. And then you start working with this concept and then you come mm-hmm. up with something amazing because you explore this thing that will give you so much joy. So just like following the things that kind of give us that like sense of peace and being that we can get lost for hours and hours and hours and doing something, you know, we need to do more of that. Yeah. yeah. And there's so much to that too, because you can really, um, you can really just hear like the puzzle piece and the games, right? Like, it's like, if you're go, 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 and you go, Uh your child goes to school, you know, all day and then comes home and does an extracurricular activity all night. And then just wants to unwind with a puzzle at the end Uh of the night. Like, wow, what if you could create that habit of slowing down, unwinding, you know, using something that's kind of productive, create something beautiful. And what if you've had been doing that for 12 years, you know, since you were 12 years old? Yeah. And that's like, that's so crucial to your well-being as an adult, right? Like, yes, absolutely. Playing games for me, mm-hmm. I felt like when I was a kid, um, I was forced to grow up early. You know, I felt like my parents weren't stepping up as parents and I basically felt it was my obligation to raise my brother and I felt robbed of my childhood. So Mm. now that I've done some of that inner child work and I've really done some of my own personal work, I reclaim play because I'm like, you know what, this is what makes me bring, like brings me joy. This is what makes me feel mm-hmm. like life isn't so serious. And I love that. Like, so listen, you know, how are you listening and, and noticing, like, are you projecting on your children or on mm-hmm. other children? Are you projecting on others just because you don't find space in it um, or believe in it, or you weren't given the permission to be able to do X, Y, or Z? Um, what a cool like perspective shift. Thanks so much. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And that, that makes me think of, you know, when uh, sometimes we want to do something and then someone, and we share it with someone and someone else starts asking you questions, especially when you have a good idea, people start giving you opinions immediately. That's mm-hmm. how I measure a good idea. Um, but then, yeah, like I know, like when people start giving you, oh, you should do this, we should do this. A lot of people get like oh, paralyzed. I'm like, I know that it's a good idea. It doesn't mean I'm going to listen to everything that you're saying, but I thank you for your feedback. I'm, I, this is how I'm hearing it, right? Mm-hmm. But what happened is that then people get super worried about things. For mm-hmm. example, I'm a nomad, right? So I've been traveling. Um, I have, you know, I haven't had a, like a physical home for a while. Um, that just, you know, being a nomad just means that I don't have an address, like a physical address. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I started at first, when I started with this lifestyle, a lot of people were worried about me and, you know, just not having a home. And I was like, I should, I have so many homes now. Like I don't have one. I have, home I have to you. I have I, so ex- many. Exactly. I have so many, like I, you know, I used to live in New York and my roommates just let me keep the key to the apartment. So actually I have an apartment in New York with things in the closet. And then I have an apartment in the DR with things in a closet. And then I have all my things in Portland. Um, but, but, you know, like what I'm trying to say is that when, 
when I set up to do this project, people will ask me, where are you going to find the girls? And I was like, oh, I wasn't worried about that. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, I don't know. But I, but I, but I didn't, I was like, yeah, I think that would be fine. But then so many people asked me that question. Like, where are you going to find the girls? And people keep asking me that question now. And I'm like, that, that at some point I got super scared. And I was like, wow, what if I don't find the girls? And what am I going to find the girls? Like, actually people, you know, like, oh, what if they write and I'm not going to find the girls? And that seriously has been the least of my problems. Like, actually, mm-hmm. I don't announce very, like, a lot in social media. That's where I, I usually I get the connections. I just tell to a few friends now because I get so many um, people wanting to introduce me to girls. Mm-hmm. So that has been the list of my problems. But when I was, you know, starting out and I couldn't um, just, I didn't have the boundaries and, the, and, and I didn't know how to manage this, mm-hmm. I took on all of the fears from all everybody. And I got super scared until I realized, wait a minute, this is not my fear. Like I am actually not, this is not, I'm not worried about this. Um, and I, and I'm telling you this because there's so many people that um, take on other people's fears. Like when you want to do something that's out of your comfort zone, that maybe not that many people are doing, people that are around you, you know, eventually you find your people, but when you are stepping out of your comfort zone, a lot of the people that you of your friends maybe they are not in the same you know um we all grow at different rates and so people will start like telling you what's not um what they're scared about not what they're scared about for you but what they're scared about if they were doing something like this i i love that too because i kind of hear um i hear so much in that like there's this place where um, I'm identifying my own journey and, and hopefully as a listener, you're doing the same for you because I'm identifying where, when I wanted to move across country, when I wanted to leave Pittsburgh and move to California, everyone's like, how come everyone you know <laughs> love is here? And I'm like, so they'll be here when I get back. Well, like, what are you going to do? Well, I don't know. I'll figure it out. Right. And then it's like, when you're not really sure, mm. it's super easy to be swayed by other people's opinions because mm-hmm. you're, not, you're, you're nervous, you're scared. You're kind of like, well, but the, you know, I, I let years go by. I'm like, oh, you're right. Oh, you're right. And then there was sort of this like, oh my gosh, I can't silence this like deep desire to just, mm-hmm. move. I can't, can't let it go anymore. I have to follow this. I have to trust it. And then you get there and, you know, it's like you leap and then you just trust that like a parachute will appear, right? Something will catch uh-huh. you. And, you know, I moved to Sacramento initially and I made that work. And then I was like, maybe I want to live in San Diego. And I literally had nothing set up for me <laughs> but because I was sure because I had the experience that like, oh, I moved to Sacramento and I made it. I was fine. Like then I started to believe like if I just trust that I follow this thing, maybe my intuition, I don't know what it was at the time that like, I'll make it work. And I think when you do it enough, right. I lived in a Port- San Diego for eight years and then people are like, you're moving to Portland, but you literally know no one. In Portland. <laughs> but that's when you're just like, oh, okay, that's yours. Right. Like, right. You notice like that's them afraid to move. Like I've done this four times now. I'm good. I got this. This right. is nothing. And right. so I love that you paint that picture because you know, how can you hear if you have this big idea and you're not surrounded by people that are also following their big ideas, mm. they're going to give you the way that they care that is that they're afraid for you. They're nervous for you because they're nervous for themselves. And, right. and just keep following that and trusting that and building that strength in yourself and that trust in yourself. 
um, you won't be swayed by that. So thank you for the, making that picture so vivid and so incredibly clear. Um, yeah. I wanted to highlight that. I think that's huge. Yeah. Well, like, and that, you know, makes me think of surrounding yourself. Like when, when you're in that growth, it's like, try to find the people that are on a similar path to you mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Because then, you know, what I do now is I have people that are also on this, maybe they're not doing the same things that I'm doing, of course, but mm-hmm. they are, um, but I love being surrounded by people that actually put themselves out there. For me, that's super important. Like if you're feel, putting yourself out there, then I will then I will ask your opinion because yeah. you are because you are doing it, right? Like the people that are not doing it, that's when you have to know that. And especially it's very, it's hard when it comes from someone that loves you, like your family, like your mom, that maybe they don't understand. Mm-hmm. And like, they don't, they don't, they are trying to protect you sometimes. Like yeah, that's for, their only job. That's, that's their, their only that's job. Their, yeah. Like, you and protect you. Right. <laughs> like, like I, when I told my dad what I was about to do, I was like, so dad, I am taking all my savings and I'm traveling the world interviewing teenage girls because I'm tired of seeing the news and because I think that we need to know that we can do anything and my dad is like why why are you gonna do that like Mm -hmm. that is a waste of time and I was like oh why and you know and he's like well he gives me all of the examples of all the people that have tried and you know the women in my country who, who is a very it's a very patriarchal society and so he told me all of the women that have tried and failed and, 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 and I was mad. Like I didn't talk to my dad for a year. And then I realized that he was just this, his way of, you know, protecting me and loving me. Right. Like that, I had to make a decision. I'm not, and I'm glad, you know, it's like, oh, and maybe that's the fire that I needed. It was like, ah, this is from people like you is what I'm doing this. Right. Like that was my, my first, um, you know, like my input, like something that really got me yeah. on fire and be like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to show you that it's possible and that women are the future, even though you don't believe me. Yeah. Um, and, but now I'm have more compassion and I'm like, Oh, you're just trying to love me and protect me. And, and you might not understand what I'm doing now. He sees what I'm doing. Right. Like, he's like, Oh, I'm so proud of you. You know, and all my posts. And I'm <laughs> <Wow>. like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, thank you, dad. Uh, thank you, <laughs> you know, but I, it, but you know, but like now it, it helps me seeing it from that perspective. It's like, I know that you love me. I hear you. I'm not going to listen to what you're saying because it's your experience, not my experience. Yeah, I love In that. my world, things are very different. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I just, um, you know, I don't know if you're listening still, but if you are, I mean, can you see how in love with this woman I am? Like yeah. this work is so important and I'm so honored and excited to have you on to share this. Um, how do people get involved? What are some ways that people can contribute or be a part of this movement? Um, where do they, where can we send them? Yeah, absolutely. So this project is very community, like community based. It's mm-hmm. um, the community. It's not. It's I'm the one traveling and talking to the girls, but there's so many people making this happen. And um, the first thing is we, you know, follow the project on Instagram, and we are. She is the universe project. So it's, okay. she is the universe project, and then. Um, and then we are, we have this beautiful community of people um, that are really on a mission to see the internet flooded with uh, stories of girls mm. and that we're also supporting some of the girls' dreams. 
Mm. And, and, uh, and we started a fund to fund scholarships for some of them, the ones that needed the most. And, um, so we are on Patreon and Patreon is a community based platform where people can donate for, um, to see someone create something like this. And Mm -hmm. so for a small donation or large donation, whatever you decide, uh, whatever you can, you, um, you're part of this community and we meet every month. And also I post a lot of the things that I'm now posting on social media. Like I talk a lot about my struggles. I share with people what's been going on and, and all the things that are happening behind the scenes, which are a lot of things, uh, because this project keeps growing up and like keep growing up, keeps growing. And, um, and there's so many moving parts and I, and this is like the safe space for me to share. And this is a space where people can come and, and, and really, uh, make a difference and, and help make this a reality like you know continue sharing the stories and so for that is patreon.com mm-hmm. slash she is the universe yes and if you're yeah. spelling uh challenged as i am it's p-a-t-r-e-o-n um p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash she is the universe amazing okay. Um, any little bit helps. I know the holidays are quickly approaching. Um, you can, I think there's like what that reoccurring, like $10 a month or sign up to just donate a small amount. Um, you, you know, I, again, whether you're in the middle of the nation in the Midwest and you can't, you know, physically go anywhere or you want to travel and want to be a mentor, Mm-hmm. Um, you're also looking for mentors. Yes, I'm looking for um, mostly women who are doing. I want the girls to see everything that's possible for women mm-hmm. and for girls, um, because you can, you know, sometimes we cannot be what we cannot see, and I want women that are doing things that maybe a little different mm-hmm. uh, or I actually want all careers, like women with, with all kinds of backgrounds. Um, to record a video and I'm going to post uh, the questions on Instagram. So if you're following, uh, you'll, you'll get a notice for that, but there's, I'm going to give a list of questions for you, you know, like just to understand how you got to where you are and what is it that you do and what do you love about it and all those things just for, for them to know what's out there, you know? Mm. Um, and, and I'm looking for more women for that. Like that's something, you know, that it doesn't, it just requires a minute of your time to just like put yourself in front of a, of a camera, you know, with your phone and just record a quick video to share with us and all the girls. Mm. Thank you so much. That's so good. So yeah, like think about, you know, what are the ways that you can give of yourself? What is the way that you can give back? And maybe, you know, I think a lot of the inner parenting or reparenting inner child work that I've done has been a lot of like, how do I be the parent that I always wanted? Uh And I don't know that I'll ever have children, but I'm like, oh, wow, this is the way, you know, I can have access to, I did big brothers, big sisters for two Uh years, with a beautiful young girl who is from Mexico. Uh Um, and my wheelhouse and my like biggest passion is emotional intelligence. And it was so marvelous because I don't know that I feel very good with children um, is the story I've always told myself, but it was oh. so great to be able to just show up to hang out with this young girl and just be like, Hey, I'm kind of in a <laughs> funk today. I didn't want to hang out, but you know what? Like 
I'm actually committed to hanging out because that's who I am. And I'm being in integrity with what I said. And I'm just going to be a little poopy for the next 20 minutes. <laughs> and then maybe I'll be fine, you know? And, and sometimes I noticed it was just me needing to say that. And her being like, oh, okay, totally. And it was gone in two minutes. Sometimes mm. I just was a little funky for 10, you know? And when I got done with the experience, um, you know, she did a survey and she wrote, like, Clarice taught me that emotions are okay. Mm. I was like, oh, I, well, uh, you, you know that, that uh, we, we, we all have someone or we can uh, find someone and we all have something to give, even in the way that we are. Like, I love that so much because they, I love this. Like you cannot imagine, like we, they need to know that they're not alone. And if you come up all, like if you show up all the time as happy and having it all perfect and figure it out, they feel very like, you know, this isn't very, real. <laughs> yeah, like very, and also very inadequate because you're like, oh, you know, we feel so lonely because mm-hmm. how, like, you are the only one who's sad and, and everybody seems to have it all figured mm-hmm. out. And if you're, you know, if you're as a parent, as a teacher, as a, as a aunt, because that, that's what I am, I'm an auntie. It's like, if you go and you're like, oh, I'm sad today, right? Like, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm, how are you? I'm, yeah, I'm not okay. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they feel more, um, open to actually share what's happening with them if we if we also and, and not only for kids for our friends for everybody mm-hmm. right like if we show up as we are people will show up as they are as well you just have to model that it's so and that's exactly what I love what you said we cannot be what we cannot see it I yeah. I remember signing up for this and they were like you can't coach her, you can't mentor her, you can't, you know, educate teach her. Just she just needs to be a friend that's your only role and I was like, uh <laughs> like how do I do that? You know, our first hangout I was like, do you want to get pizza ice cream and then watch the sunset? My friends were like, dude, you go on a date with an 11-year-old? Like what? <laughs> I was like, what 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 do 11-year-olds do? I don't know. So <laughs> Like, you know, and I'm just like waiting for her to pour her whole life open. And and it was kind of exactly what we have just spent the whole hour talking about is like, I didn't know how to create safety. I didn't know how to, you know, create this dialogue and, and here, you know, naturally I just was like curious, like, what's your favorite subject? What do you want to do with your life? Where do you want to go from here? What do you like dogs or cats? You know? Um, yeah, so this is just so rich and so potent in so many areas to practice, um, you know, showing up differently and practice how we want to be, um, the shepherds of the future of our, our, our generations to come. I mean, it's wow. Um, so thank you so much for sharing this. And again, you know, whether you can share $2 or whether you can record yourself for five minutes and send it to, um, Laura, or whether you can just follow her on Instagram, um, any kind of involvement, any kind of feedback, support, any kind of anything, or you're, you're looking to mentor, or you want to travel to some of these countries and support her in this way or witness it for yourself. Um, this is, this is why this is possible. This is why I invited you on, Laura. I'm so excited that you're sharing this. Um, you know, maybe plant this as a seed in the back of your mind for your next vacation or follow her to see where she's going and see if you intertwine or you live there, or maybe you have, you know, someplace in the world that you would love for her to come and yeah, absolutely stay and children for her to interview. Um, anything, anything, all of it, 
even a thumbs up and a like. <laughs> right. And well, like I, I, I'm staying on, on couches, on people's, mm-hmm. you know, extra rooms. Like that's how I'm able to continue doing this. People think I have a trust fund. I have no trust fund. I just have a big community of people who connect me with people, who connect me with people. Uh, and I'm just like really trusting and just like, I'm like, okay, you have a room for me. I don't know you, but we're going to get to know each other when I get to Iceland, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So if you know someone, I'm going to be in Asia. If you know anyone there or any organizations that you think I should know about, mm-hmm. um, all of that, like just like find me on Instagram and just like, let's chat and let's connect. And if you have teenagers that, mm-hmm. uh, you think that will benefit from knowing that there's people out there that care a lot about what they have to say, just mm-hmm. like send them to our Instagram as well. Um, yes. And just like, let's all be friends. Yes. I love that. Do you have sort of an email that people can email you to or Instagram sort of the best place to go? Instagram is the best place oh, because then awesome. there's all the information is there. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Is there any last like quote or any last message that you want to give anything that you wish that you could have told your teenage self, Mm. um, the wish that you could have heard or one thing that, you know, all of the teenagers share in common that they want to hear that you would like to share with us as sort of our last last thought. Thank you. Um, what I want to say is no matter what your mind is telling you, And no matter what society is telling you, no matter what everything point, you know, tells you, please know that you're not alone. Mm. You're not Mm. alone. Mm. Mm -mm. So good. That is Laura Pena. She is findable on She is the Universe Project. Thank you so much for pouring your heart into so many young girls. Thanks for feeling that call forward and doing the work that you're doing. Um, Thanks for joining me. I hope, listener, that you found something in this for you. Like, follow, subscribe, Um, reach out and uh, get involved in any way. And maybe it's not She is the Universe, but some other project um, that you are thinking about. Yeah. Yeah, you belong. Yeah. I oh so good. Thank you so much. Nada. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This has been great. Thank you. Good. You're welcome. <sighs>